Are you living the life of your dreams with the partner of your dreams? If not, stay tuned in for this weekend edition of Sexy Confidence Breaks Beds with Lady Eva, Dating Bootcamp Coach. This weekend, I have the privilege to have Julia Kovac, Intimacy Coach, and we are talking about deep cock worshipping. What a morning. I have Julia Kovac again here. And uh, as promised, once a month, we're going to give you some ideas about uh, sex, about how to do it, what to do with it, what are the, some of the taboos. And um, today we're going to talk about the subjects that some people shy away from and or they don't want to talk about it. It's about blowjobs and how to be more personal with the penis, maybe more personal than with a man. Hi, Julia. Hi, Eva. Thanks for being the trooper out there who is looking for, you know, cool ideas to shake us up a little bit and uh, get us into the boot camp of dropping into our, you know, our ourselves beyond know beyond the facades right I yes think that's what you're trying to do especially now with all this fear let's lighten up the the time the one thing you can touch at this point and you're not going to get coronavirus in somebody's private parts <laughs> basically well or or it may have to be your own for a while and that's okay too i think self-pleasure is underrated so i think you know that might be also a way where we where we're gonna have to be we're gonna be by ourselves for a little while but while that happens and if we are end up being quarantined with our loved ones this is a perfect opportunity to pay uh, more attention to each other i think it would be great to have like oh you can go to work today honey hmm, what else we're gonna do you know did you see that joke okay that okay you're all stacking up on toilet paper what about the lubes and condoms if you are right. stuck with your loved one at home for you know 24 7 for right. I don't know how long yes i know and and, and it, but it looks like it's gonna be it's gonna be perhaps weeks at a time so it's going to be very interesting how that's going to change things around and how we relate to each other. Because I think truly what we have been missing is the time to spend with each other and have that intimacy happening because we are running all the time. I got to get to work. I got to pick up the kids. I can't now and when and whatever. And when we have the time and we are young and stupid and have no jobs, we don't know really what to do with the other person and men jerk off because they just constantly have a hard on and us girls are dreaming about, you know, marrying a beautiful guy who walks in and saves you because that's kind of what we have been, uh, we have been growing up on as, as young girls, you know, the prince and then, and then the reality is that this young teenager is just jerking off in the other room. And so how to bring the two ideas, the two polarity together. So my point is that by the time we get to be like married and living together and rushing off to jobs and taking care of kids, it's, it's very difficult to, to, to make time to connect to each other. But also I find that, uh, like, we're going to talk about blowjobs, about uh, yes. masculinity, that as a woman, 
if I'm going to watch porn and I'm going to see what they do there, I'm totally turned off because it's so, it's disgusting what it's in the porn. There is no sensuality. There is no attraction at all to the man. It's just like a mechanics of doing it and it's not even right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Well, there is that kind of porn, and I think most of us women perceive porn to be that way. I have a really dear friend who uh, took quite an offense to that, and he said, okay, well, watch this porn, and watch this porn, and watch this porn. And so there are, there are also female-regulated and female-directed uh, and female-focused porn out there that is not what you call disgusting, you know, or not as appalling to a, a feminine being. So there is a wide variety out there. The issue with porn is not even the, the, this disgusting or not. Human sexuality is why it has a wide range. And, you know, at some moment what you find disgusting and another moment it may be a turn on and you would never want to admit it, that it's a turn on. So our brain is mysteriously wired of what we feel turned on and what part of our body responds to sort of animalistic urges and stuff and bites and whatever. And, and it, and it's, but the difference is, is that in the porn, it is acted out and it is, the sole purpose is to make money with it. So the idea is that you can actually validate some of those urges and i mean porn just shows us the range and it is wild out there there's no doubt and some of it is would it really happen if it wasn't like in our face like why do i need to sit on a traffic cone that would have never the idea would have never occurred to me so why propagate these extreme you know fantasy like ideas where once you put it in someone's mind you kind of like imprinted that that's even possible or it's pleasurable so that's my issue with porn that it just takes it to the you know to the wildest limits where you know we may never go if we were just two bodies in front of each other and i think that's in a long in my long you know kind of getting into this conversation what i wanted to kind of like in the context of what's happening right now if we were to spend more time with each other and just not have any toys and any porn, uh, or maybe you could for a few days and then just give up on that and just like really focus on each other. I think this coronavirus might be just the thing that will turn things around, you know, and we actually start connecting to each other as humans in our vulnerability, where we are facing together a common enemy, so to speak, to our existence. And how are we gonna turn to each other and to love and to connection? We talked when you came back, you have been traveling quite extensively in the past six weeks, I believe, or almost two months. Yeah. And you came back and you were, you told me something that intrigued me. That's why I brought up the subject to talk about mm -hmm. how you had an intimate relationship mm -hmm. with a penis. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, so, so you want to come <laughs> to the chase, Eva, right? And then here the juice. And uh, uh, yeah, I, and, and I do want to tell you the story, and I will. And um, I just wanted to create a context for it. Oh, yeah. because, um, because, you know, 
Like it took me uh, many, many years to arrive to this, being at an age where I am. I think the younger women out there have a much better handle <laughs> on the situation because, because they had like variety of porn and instruction and more talks available to them as they were growing up. And um, they weren't necessarily as, as damaged by the patriarchy because the younger men that are, you know, kind of grown up now, they have grown up with single moms or, you know, with different sensitive situations. So they're more sensitized and, and kind of more relating sexually in a way that the women are okay with it. Is they're more fluid and more expressive and more grounded in their sexuality. But our generation was still the generation where we were totally cut off from all kinds of information. So yeah, like, you know, blowjob was a blowjob. And it was something that, you know, you were like, had the dreaded head, hand going on your head and you're going to be pushed down to do it. And, you know, as a young woman, that was my experience with the blowjob. Nobody told me what to do, how to do it, or whether I should do it or not do it. All I knew that I was kind of forced into doing it. The part that I should enjoy, it didn't even occur to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like it was something that you do for the other person because he's forcing you to do it, making him enjoy it. Uh, you don't quite know what to do. And sometimes it doesn't even matter because they seem like they're just so excited to be in your mouth and how that feels that they just like kind of lose themselves and they just kind of start fucking your head. So that you do, it doesn't really matter what you do because you are just a receptacle, you know, that feels really good because it's a mouth with a tongue and it's got this different, you know, movements that you can do with it and it feels really good on the cock so i don't blame them for having that enjoyment the issue is that it's in my mouth and um and you know uh i need to have a relationship to what's going on in my mouth you know like do I want to, you know, eat this, you know, or not eat it? You know, like, it's like, like, I did not have a choice. It was shoved in my mouth. And I'm, now I'm confused. What am I supposed to do here? Nobody tells you, you know, nobody prepares you. It just kind of, kind of happens. So a lot of women, you know, they come to this from a place of being violated, you know, at one point. And so right now we are in a stage in history where we start talking about this stuff and with all the me too and whatever, it it comes very, becomes very obvious to men how angry women are and how turned off women are by these millions of ways of being violated earlier. How many minute offenses are taking place all the time that not even reportable, you know, it's not like it's, you know, it's not like, like, okay, you get grabbed and, and raped without, you know, like there are tons of ways, even we do it to our lovers where we kind of just force them to do stuff that, uh, that uh, you are not in the mood for or not prepared for. So that goes back to think, why are we not prepared? Why don't we know anything about it? Why the fuck nobody told us that it was okay? Well, they have no vested interest in, in like, you know, the, the religions of, previous societies you know it's a taboo we don't talk about it good girls don't talk and and now you're pushed into again 
in a situation where a woman, and this comes from the patriarchal world, where a woman is just a property and you can do whatever you want with them. So that's what we are moving out of now. And women are learning that, that hey, dude, I would love to suck your cock, but not the way you are making me to. If you allow me to build up the desire to want to, but allow me to build up that desire. And then, you know, sex doesn't become patriarchal sex, meaning like women are just receptacles, whether it's your vagina or your mouth, to a man's penetration. But we are like actually like inviting that and wanting it. And trust me, most men would prefer that. They just didn't know it's available to them. I agree. You know, because all they heard is that, you know, while girls are not so much into it, or I don't even know if they know that. So what my experience was just listening to a lot of men and who are like brave enough to open up about this and how embarrassed they used to be, you know, as teenage boys of having a heart and all the time and being made fun of. And even as girls, I remember, you know, in like gym class and kind of laughing at the boys if you saw them with a heart. Like it was like kind of a, it's something to be okay to be ridiculed. And for us, it might have been like, okay, you know, that was great fun. But for the boy who is perceiving that to happen, it's like, oh, fuck, you know, all these girls are laughing at. This is embarrassing. I can't control that. So they develop this, these habits of masturbation to come fast because they have to hide you know, somebody may, may discover them and all of that. So they train their nervous system to this, you know, rigorous, fast, rough uh, way of coming. So the thing is, you can train your nervous system to do, to behave any which way you want to. So because we have shamed and repressed sexuality, we learn to just come fast because somebody's going to catch me or I have to do, you know, like that. So that's kind of what we are dealing with, whether it's with masturbation, whether it's with oral sex, or whether it's with, you know, the actual intercourse is that, oh, we got to come in 10 minutes because the kid's going to come home or whatever. That's most people's reality in sex. What's happening in the porn, that's not people's reality. That's porn is just another aid. It's like, oh my God, my wife will come home in an hour. I better find something that will turn me on like really fast and get me off before she gets home because we haven't fucking had sex like in a million years. And I hear that a lot from divorced men. Uh, you know, well, we haven't had sex for the last 10 years. Wow. And then when, when they have an affair, then everybody makes them into the evil person and take, take half of everything they own. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the case, yeah. So that's kind of the reality that we you know, need to speak to, which is a reality of a lot of people living in the suburb behind like the white picket fence in a quiet desperation, eating themselves to death and um, buying toilet paper you know, and, not, <laughs> and, not, and not having sex, you know? So it's time to, you know, to, to, to understand how we have been conditioned about sex. I guess that's my point. And so if you want were to reverse that, and want to actually connect with your partner, whether you are in a long-term relationship or not. But it's, the thing is, is that if you want to feel like you want to desire to you know, suck a cock, okay, 
you may not want to suck a random person's cock. So we were saying like a relationship with a cock, like you want to, you know, hopefully you also have a relationship to the owner of the cock. And, and when you do, things, are, things do, get, do get actually better because in reality, we are whole human beings and we should stop looking at each other as, you know, walking genitals. Uh, and I think that's where the, you know, inappropriate touch comes in is that, you know, people do want to touch your body or whatever, but, but they don't want to deal with your complexity of what it is to be a human. And so, yeah, that takes skills and it takes a lot of learning. So, but it's not as hard as we think it is. It, it, it does require a bit of an instruction and a bit of a recalibration because we need to understand how much we have been not taught, not instructed, not made comfortable and, and downright shut down in this area. So until we actually really, really fully understand how much we are disconnected from our body, especially when it comes to sexuality, then there is no movement. You know, like in Alcoholics Anonymous, you have to admit that you are an alcoholic or addicted before they can help you. And it's the same here. You kind of have to admit that you don't know fuck all about sexuality. Let's just start right there. And also as a, as a parent, if you have a kid, mm-hmm. when kids, they discover their bodies, they mm-hmm. enjoy discovering it. Mm-hmm. They enjoy touching mm-hmm. uh, their own bodies. Mm-hmm. But parents are mortified. It's like, what are you doing? You're, it's not nice. Don't do that. And I think it creates that kind of shame from, yeah, from that time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and the, the body is amazing. And why not enjoy it? If you say you kiss somebody, oh, you kiss somebody, but you gave a blowjob. Oh, my God. Everything is like, don't talk about that. It's like, what's the big deal? It's your body. It's, the body is beautiful as it is. And all your organs are in, in a perfect order to, to function. And the shape too, because uh, it, the, the cock fits into the mouth like a dream. So that's really the, uh, you know, that's really the, so you know, I, had, I have a, I had a teacher once who taught me he, he is not, that he's not gay, but a tantra teacher. He said he's not gay. Uh, but he was in caught up in this, you know, sex, sensual, sexual tumbling with a bunch of bodies and a cock landed in his face and he put it in his mouth. And he said, it's like, it's not because he's gay or he wanted to, it was just there and he did it. And it was like, he said, like the whole concept to him of, of him feeling like he's forcing women to have a blowjob has shifted for him once he realized like how sensually feels the cock feels really good in the mouth. So it's not really a sacrifice to put it in your mouth. It's actually really delicious. If you can get over your concept of what's going on. And of course, nobody wants to have the food shoved down your throat. Uh, You want to actually want to do it yourself. And savor it. And savor it, right? And do it at your own pace, the way you want it you know, to chew it or lick it or whatever you want to do with it. And the thing is that when it comes from that place in you that, "Mm, I want this, the shift of the energy, they feel it. And to them, it translates that they are wanted. Mm -hmm. And so this, you know, it's not 
you know, it's not like an intentional psychology because it's, you're not going to like manipulate this. You really truly have to feel it. And if you don't feel it, you don't feel it. That's okay. You know, uh, you don't have to feel it for everyone. And not every cock will make you feel that way too. I have discovered that, that you know, some cocks are more intelligent than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more intelligent than the men sometimes too. <laughs> yeah, well, no, actually, sometimes that actually that's sometimes true. <laughs> sometimes that's true. And I'm like, when are you going to grow into your cock? You know, like be as smart as your cock is. Cocks seem to know you are out of it. Yeah, but the magic is when it's like kind of aligned, you know, when when the intelligence of a man is like kind of, you know, actually somewhat superior to his cock. So he can, you know, he can manage the situation. (laughs) Talking about intimacy, yeah, it's uh, during sex. But I think to allow yourself to be in that kind of, um, how to say it, in that kind of... um, Intimacy, you mean? Int- yeah, intimacy. You know, like really, like the whole body the connection. You mean like the a connection? Relationship, yeah, whole relationship. Kind of- yeah. So, so this is the so this is the story. I mean, it's not a story, story because this kind of has been shifting for me for the last few years, and I'm just recognizing that that's kind of what has been going on for me, and and I'm and discovering it like how different this is from my mindset when I started on my sexual path where what I was telling you you know I mean I can't even remember anymore really but but I know that that I did not have this kind of relationship it was more like okay I'm gonna have that hand on my head be pushed down there and you know and kind of be fucked in the mouth and I didn't don't you know they're gonna tell me what they want and that's kind of how it's going to go. And, and I, and then I'm like, your mind is like, are they going to come, not come? Should I swallow? Should I not swallow? You know, I don't want to swallow. Then where should I be? So, you know, whatever, like all this shit goes on in your head and it's not like it, you're not in your body to enjoy it. You are just like in your head running all these thoughts, totally disconnected from the whole thing. But, 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 you know, yeah. So, what we what us women don't understand is that for guys it's an incredibly um powerful position to be in Mm -hmm. and vulnerable as well your mind is going i don't want to gag i don't want to you know yeah all of that right yeah and And we are not caught so it was years later when I like took a training i mean first of all i then i then i just i don't know i just decided that well you know, I don't know anything about this. Like, like how, if I want to learn how to do this better and, you know, and I think everybody, or I, I mean, at least I hope everybody would want to be a better lover, you know? So how you become a better lover? I don't know. At some point, I guess I decided in my head that I just want to be a better lover. And if I were to do that, well, you know, I'm kind of geeky. I'm going to learn it. Like there's got to be somebody who teaches it. So I, I actually, I looked at, suggestions and mostly it came from gays because they have a very intimate relationship with cocksucking oh yeah and they know men and they you know so they know what men like <laughs> and i figured that they'll and they are, they don't disappoint the gay dudes don't disappoint they are fun and you know and tell you like certain you know ways to hold the cock in your mouth and what to do with your tongue and uh 
and you know those are like good descriptions so when you actually it's happening to you then it's kind of your body remembers you know like okay I, I remember they told me this one thing and then you see how the cock responds and that's kind of what I mean is like it's it's a relationship because I just feel in my body, whether it's in my mouth, in my hand, the response. And, and that's the beauty of the cock, that it's very responsive to the energy, right? So if you feel in your hand, like the, the slight tingles and moves and how it, you know, engorges or not, like you just respond to that. And it becomes this dance and, uh, and really just, you know, so just to be present to what's actually you're feeling, uh, feeling in the touch, like just being very present in the touch. So then you're not in your head thinking, oh my God, you know, he is soft, he's not soft, he's hard, he's not hard. Like all of that actually is not an issue. And when, when, when you are, when you are, when the man sees that that's kind of how you respond, I don't know, just something really magical happens with them because they just feel like fully accepted because I think they are so programmed that they have to be hard. They have to, you know, perform in a certain way or not ejaculate too fast or whatever. When they are feeling that it's okay to be hard, it's okay to be soft, it's okay to come, it's okay not to come then they are just given totally permission to relax and then just let their body go wherever it's one go. And they can finally relax into actually feeling pressure, not just, Oh, I need to come because I don't know. And this is what, you know, men are telling me, I don't know when she's going to give me a blowjob again, you know, because apparently there are wives and partners out there who only give their partners blowjobs on their birthday and Christmas. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I, have, I thought I've heard it all. And, and when I heard this, and I'm like, what? You so they want to have, uh, I think, birthday every month at least once. Well, I mean, considering that, okay, so first of all, it sounds like that it's like, yeah, okay, like, oh my God, I really don't want to do this, but because I love you and it's your birthday, here you go. Like, fuck, who would want to have something like that, you know, that it was like, kind of given to you as a gift, of, uh, but like a reluctant gift. Like, it's wow. A, it, it's a gift that it's like a, a duty gift. A duty gift, you yeah. Know? Like, who would, you know, I mean, yeah, men will take it, sure. Yeah. They'll take it. They'll take it, you know, uh, because... Because they fucking love you, you know? The thing is, it's like, if a man stays with you, regardless of what's, you know, I mean, he loves you. So so the thing is then, then you have to switch your mind around. If he loves me and he's, you know, why am I not loving his body? And does he love my body? Like, do you have that relationship where you kind of go beyond the, the, the goal-oriented, service-oriented duty sex mm -hmm. to like, are we like really into each other? And if we are, like, why don't we make each other feel good? And I, I love that you have to give yourself a permission. Right. And I think you have to give yourself permission to take your time and really enjoy it. Not many people feel that they deserve that, even as women, you know, to, to do that for a man because we are always in a hurry, our mind is always working. But give yourself permission. To yeah, enjoy. yeah, permission to enjoy and create the space and time for it. And the very big thing is you've got to feel safe. So 
as much as you know i would love to like tell everyone it's like oh you know have a relationship with the penis and enjoy it and whatever if you don't feel safe like physically emotionally mentally uh you know for women no matter what i say it's not gonna work so however so i'm not saying that you have to be in a long-term relationship i'm not saying that you have to have a commitment or i'm not saying but you have to feel safe and i think the safer the women feel the more open they are going to be to surrender and allow their body to be that vulnerable and allow the men to be that vulnerable so that's where the juice is and that's where a lot of energy is and a lot of relationships never really get there because it's because then then what so what what i I'm here to tell you as a story because when you get there, that's when everything begins. And it's paining me to see how many people don't bother getting there because they are stuck in their pain and trauma and uh, previous ideas. So number one suggestion, let the fucking past go. And um, whether, you know, uh, as humanity, we're going to live for six more months or forever. It's we better start enjoying what our time on the planet. And being in your body is one of the best ways of doing it. We have been disconnected from, my, from our bodies for such a long time because of pain and torture and, and you know, what the Buddhists shame. call some, yeah, shame, but some, you know, and samsara, this is a place of suffering. You know, I mentioned, I just came back from traveling. Well, I've done a lot of meditation and asking questions from monks and stuff. And so, you know, what it is to be in this human body uh, on this planet. And, you know, they shut themselves off from the body, but they understand that us outside of the monastery, we can't have these experiments. And for us, actually, the opposite is the answer. You have to be in your body as much as possible in order to be grounded in the reality of what we need to be facing. And our bodies are completely capable of handling a lot more that uh, we think we can if we are connected to it. And connections to each other will, you know, energize us and invigorates us and you know, opening our hearts, the more you open your heart, the more you open your mouth. And then, you know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what can I say? And then, so my next, next section for learning how to do this better came when I, you know, about six years ago, six, seven years ago, when I was um, listening to a lot of the teachings uh, by One Taste and Morehouse, those are like kind of the original people. I've learned a lot of sexuality conscious embodied sexuality practices and they have been doing this for 50 years and so there's a lot of wisdom there um, that they did for practicing you know how long you can last in the blowjob and you know and how how many orgasms can you have in a week and you know those are fun university projects so these guys were talking about something that's called that they called a throat clit so actually you know, because it's because often you're mentioning about gagging, you know, how mm -hmm. uh, women are afraid. And it, it's truly, you know, it's a true thing if you're in a wrong angle, whatever. And if you're forced that you can gag and it's not a pleasant feeling and uh, you can throw up and, and you can really turn you off to uh, blowjobs, which, by the way, I would like to really 
change the name of because it really should not be a job. Eh? And there could be blowing involved. I've tested that. There's 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 a really neat little thing you can do with your throat and it's like blowing. Uh, from behind Um, I don't know I'm like you know whether it works or not or whether it's pleasurable or not it's kind of cool to do but something is this because I'm thinking like why is it a blow job it's like okay is there an air is there a time that you're supposed to blow and that's like a big thing I don't know so let's give it another name and that's going to be the title of this podcast what is the name you would like to give wow you know uh <laughs> you can think till the end let's stop well, yeah it's you know because you know if i say cocksucking which is what yeah. it is it, it's got so many vulgar connotations mm-hmm. to it and and if i'm saying like you know divine wor- worship uh <laughs> of a wand of light people freak out you know and that's kind of in tantra that's kind of what it is it's like is worshiping the divine light in the masculine and and seeing him as a being of consciousness uh, and the female being the being of love and it's just the merging of the two. And so these are the tantric energies that are so beautifully expressed. Of course, when we are sucking a cock, we don't really think about that. But how about like merging those? And I think that's where kind of you know, when humanity meets divinity. And, and I think that's where we are at the crossroads of, uh, once we kind of get really comfortable with our bodies again, which we haven't been, and we can able, we are able to master our bodies to really reach these higher levels of consciousness through connection. Mm-hmm. And that's what was the big thing was at one taste. It's like, whatever happens, like keep the connection. And the connection is not, you know, because it's very painful to break connections. And there's a lot of disconnected sex. And I think a lot of women, that's what they find disgusting. And that's what they find uh, appalling or not one to be part of. It's the disconnected sex when you're objectifying the other person for your needs. And so how can we move from our needs to our desire? Mm-hmm. Right, so it's not like I need you, but I desire to suck your cock. Yeah, you know, and then it becomes like I need to suck your cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm not like before desire. I'm like beyond desire now. <laughs> but because it's like, it's like you get to the point where you know you're so comfortable with it that it's like, oh, I gotta have a cup of coffee. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta have me some. You know, yeah. I'm gonna have I, some I, of your some I of your dessert. Yeah, I need dessert with my coffee. <laughs> you right, and it's and the thing is, if you are actually able to get into that playful mode and you are at that comfort level, the guys can really relax. It's like, yeah, this chick is really into me. Like, it's actually like into me. There is one suggestion for everybody who's listening that the first important thing is really like the man you are with because then it's easier. Don't just give it to anybody and everybody that comes your way, but make a choice, choose it and enjoy it. Well, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, when you were saying that, I was like, hmm, am I disagreeing with you about that? Don't just give it to anybody. So so there's a time and place for everything. There's time where you're experimenting. There are a lot of, you know, because there were a lot of times in my life where there, I didn't have, 
like if I waited, like there were periods of times in my life I didn't have sex at all, six years, you know, waiting for the one, whatever the hell that means. And that's waiting for the one. While you are waiting, you're not doing anything. And the more you're waiting is like the more when if the one would show up, I don't know. And, and in fact, you know, I started dating after six years. I would, I even having a man around was hard, let alone like getting into the sexual act. And, and I have talked to a lot of women who are like take these long breaks and they kind of like, it feels weird to have sex again. Or touch I'm yourself. not talking about waiting the one, but mm-hmm. have some connection, like, like the person. Well, no, yeah, I mean, not that, not that, just that, go for that. But yeah, some people, it's yeah. like you know, right? That should that would be nice as well. So, but so you know, at one taste and Morehouse, they are also really advocating this idea that take time to research, research what you like, you know, in various levels of commitments and relationships, and so like the fact is, it's like keep, yeah, sure, of course, be with be with someone that you like experiment where your boundaries are experiment like keep separately a relationship mode from a research mode and i think guys understand this when they are like in their 20s you know they are playing the field for them it's okay to play the field you know and then but then later on when we played the field and we gotten into relationships that were still unskilled now we can take time again to you know to again like go and research uh, and find your boundaries and find your limits and find your edges. And then you have all this information to bring into a relationship to say like, okay, this is what I like. This, this, and this, and this. Um, because now I know before I didn't know, because I think this is another big thing about desire. You don't know what you want. If you've always been ta- just taking what was given and it was someone else's, you could say like, oh yeah, I like this and I don't like that, but it's, you know, you really never had a chance to actually excavate what you like on, until you try it. So, so yes, have sex with somebody you like, but also don't make a big deal about it. Sex can also be just play. And, um, um, and communicate. Let the other person know. Of course, know what you make, like make it very clear. Just let them know what you want because nobody's a mind reader. Nobody, I mean, you. Well, yeah, attention. communication, of course, is huge. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole other, you know, uh, topic of conversation how to communicate. And, you know, like that's not what we are talking about today here, but uh, it can be a whole other podcast. But this, it's, uh, I definitely do recommend that people take communication courses. It's essential. Communication is really essential. We assume so much. We don't say so much for, for all kinds of reasons. And when we say it, we say it the wrong way. That's hurtful and offensive or defensive. And that shuts the other people up instead of opening them up. So how to communicate in a way that the other feels comfortable and inviting to share stuff that otherwise they wouldn't have because of fear and uh, fear of rejection. And so, yeah, you cannot communicate about your deep, deep, you know, even considers maybe toxic desires to any, if you don't trust the person. So how to communicate that in, or how to create an environment in which this other person feels safe enough to actually say those things to you. You see, now you put your finger on one word that is important, trust. Yeah. Because if you don't trust, you cannot communicate. Yeah. But if you yeah. trust, then it's easy. 
Yes, of course. And, and so, yeah, the trust, women and men, we have not been trusting each other, right? So that's what's coming up. You know, women are angry and they have all the right and they stop trusting a man. So, so that's kind of what's going on collectively out there. So now we are reached at a point that's okay, women are angry and men started to take responsibilities for understanding that how much they don't understand that why women are angry. And now we are like, oh, okay. And, you know, there's a really a lot of men out there who are becoming very aware of that. And they say, okay, you know, fine, got it, got it. Okay, got it. You know, I'm not a rapist asshole, but I understand that there are lots of rapist assholes out there and fuck. So how are we going to, you know, I have daughters too, you know, like we have to change this. What is going on? And I don't know if it was with you, but like, you know, that's a whole other topic. Why women, why men, like what takes a man to that point where he feels it's okay to violate a woman or you know, like what's happening, what's happening inside these men that they get to that point. So that's a whole other topic of conversation. But so most men though are not rapists. Okay. However, they are still product of patriarchy where they have to hide their sex, where they don't have any education around sex, where they don't know what girls like, etc. And we are also products of all of that. So now we have reached a point where we both like understand how much this had fucked up both sexes. So patriarchy is not just victimized women, it's also victimized men and put them into this position of, of assholes. And because, you know, yeah, women have been owned as property and used as property. Okay, so now we are like starting to, not all parts of the world, but at least in our part of the world, we are starting to break that crustiness of patriarchy. And now we are on the other side and we are like, okay, now what? So there's a, there's a ton of men out there who are doing men's work and they are also suffering from this disconnection and they really truly want to connect to the feminine. So how are we going to like let the past go and connect? And that's kind of what's happening now. So we can do it through our bodies. We're going to need some time to readjust because I think it's a disconnection from both parts because none of them know what is their role at this point. Because in the in like you said in the old times the men they were the winners uh, the you know bringing home the bacon and the woman was staying home but right. now women earn more sometimes than men so it has to be to a point that each one of them get to a point that they they have a well defined role because it seems like sir, sometimes the well defined role creates an easiness of who we are what do you, you know mean what i mean like no. you know you don't know okay men they they have grown up with a purpose okay and okay i'm the man i'm the one who protect i'm the, right. I'm the person right. who okay. does this the woman okay i'm the kind one i'm the the, right. the, the nurturer person. yeah but now it's all it's a mix it's a salad oh, I see. Right. so they need that that they know okay uh, i'm going left or i'm going right it doesn't mean that it's going to be strict, but it means that we have to de- redefine the roles. 
Well, yeah, like gender roles are, you know, they, they are going to be very fluid from this point on uh, because, you know, some men uh, love staying at home, uh, some women love to go out. But so, but right now, like for the purpose of this conversation, I want to keep it to the, okay, to the sexuality piece, oh, yeah. right? And, and there too, the gender roles, yeah, are because what, what, what is important now and then what wasn't clear and wasn't communicated to us or taught us that we both have feminine and masculine inside us. So there are a lot of tender-hearted, kind, nurturing men out there, and there are also a lot of you know women with masculine traits. Now, when it comes to sexuality, however, it is important for women to understand that when they you know that in the in the last wave of feminism, when they all became like you know earning more than men, and we need a man more, like, you know, like you know, the whole thing about like, we need men, like a fish needs a bicycle, like that kind of shit did not serve us at all. I think we are moving through all of that is that, okay, women have to let their guards down and not manage, manage men out there because what works in business, you know, that's not what they want in the bedroom and they want your femininity. And, you know, when women are overworked and you know, like jobs and kids and everything else. And then on top of it, now you also have to be, you know, the cocksucking whore in the bathroom, you know, in the bedroom. It's like, okay, what else? You know, so, so we were all overworked and underfucked basically. And, <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I applaud the time of a quarantine when we have more time. <laughs> have you realized when electricity goes away? nine months later yeah so you know maybe you know let's hold off on on the baby situation i don't think that's what you know really uh, happened but i'm just know. saying but but yeah but but you know so yeah maybe more uh, more blowjobs <laughs> sacred blowjobs how about that sacred blowjobs uh or sacred uh, cocksucking sessions so do you have any places where women mostly can go to learn about it or we go well i mean session? right now right like uh, not specifically about uh, cocksucking or though i'm thinking of uh, you know that's going to be in the works but uh, right now i have a penis massage and a yoni or a pussy massage video up um, actually it's you know free right now um, to view on soulsexy.life and um, that's going to be incorporated into um, an online program uh, where there I will be you know teaching more about sacred blowjobs or cocksucking or I mean you know talking from my experience and from what I've learned and what from what I hear from men is is uh, that there is really a need to, for this, and then I had no idea that this was a such a unique perspective that most people don't have access to at all, especially you know of of an older generation where this was such taboo. So yeah, so I do have a website soulsexy.life. And right now it's a promotion. I have some videos on penis massage and yoni or pussy massage that will be available just for a limited time until we launch our online program where there's going to be more information on sacred uh, 
blowjob or cocksucking and also um yeah the how to eat pussy better or more or how to enjoy basically your yeah, body all of those things and 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 also bring in the the more energetics into uh sexuality which is um difficult to talk about so it's going to be more in demonstration so if you go on her line and you sign up on her uh, website it means that you're going to have first-hand information whatever comes up from now on so anything else you can uh, tell people what to do how to do it what is important to take in consideration when they decide to actually enjoy not just give a blowjob or so really what i would like um people to really feel into that we are we are uh, desperately needing more connection and and connection through our bodies so find whatever way you can to stay as present as possible and drop into the pleasure of the sensation in your hands and and continue to surrender your heart your body your life into the moment and just trust it for that very moment that it's going to be okay. And the more you're able to melt into the sensation, the more you will able to feel and the more pleasurable it will get. And the more you're, you know, relaxing your nervous system and allow those hormones to flood your body with sensational well-being. And you will be able to know how to connect to this. And then you don't need to be on antidepressants. You don't need to freak out about viruses. Just being in your body and feel good being in your body. So the gateway is through trust and surrender. And if you're not able to trust for more than an hour, then, you know, then trust only for an hour. Just trust yourself and trust the moment that it will take care of you and not fight it or or force it or want it and just let it uh, let it let the energy of being alive take care of you and if you trust that then you know that uh, you're gonna trust life because because the universe is not out to get us it's here to serve us we just need to learn to ride that wave that is being offered and we don't trust it so trust it and trust it for an hour you'll be able to trust it for the next hour. And then your faith grows in yourself and your ability to be able to handle the energy of being alive, which is a scary fucking thing. But uh, it can also be incredibly pleasurable. So I am all about the pleasure. So when you're in pain, it's just uh, turn up the pleasure. Thank you so much, Julia. You have always so much to say and uh, so many informations. And I can't wait to do the next month and let's figure out what's that going to be. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's always fun to see your lovely Love lovely it. face and uh, and vibrant red hair and smart, <laughs> smart little, <laughs> little mind that you have. Yeah. Uh, it's always nice to see your beautiful face and uh, your radiance. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you, love. I hope you enjoyed this uh, interview. And until next time, live the life of your dreams with the partner of your dreams. Lee Deva says goodbye.